Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the DB Show. I'm your host, Beebs. I'm here with my co-host, Chen. We're here to talk about week six, preview week seven, have a couple of end-of-the-season predictions, and of course, as always, our, our new staple, buy, sell, hold, which we'll, uh, we'll have some good discussion about today, um, some review of our, of our positions, um, and, and just kind of, you know, we're, we're starting to expand on that. Um, but before we dive in, after a great week of football in week six, before we talk about it, talk about the big marquee games, marquee matchups, things we learned, Jen, how are you doing today? Oh, doing great. Money on the mind. Business is booming. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, in terms of like football wise, like we've been getting some great weeks of football. I, I got to be honest, like I've, I've really been looking forward to as we go out throughout a Monday. And I mean, it's Monday. They're not nobody enjoys Mondays. It's it's the start of the week. You want to be on the weekend. But I find myself like getting through the day because it's like oh man like that happened yesterday and so so on and so on and we still got monday night football with the cowboys who always make it entertaining <laughs> whether in a, in a bad way or good so uh no i'm ready to dive right into it because there was some stuff i mean i, I texted you about it earlier but it's like if you sent me essentially the prime like headlines of this week to us like 10 years ago i would be dumbfounded i'd be like what alternate reality is this but this is this is 2023 on earth i mean we're in the present time here and uh i mean what do you want to kick off with because we got a couple like big ones let's kick off let's kick off with uh let's start with the two unbeaten teams you know a little toast to the 72 dolphins every year yeah yeah a little toast i saw it on twitter the old uh the um the great Gatsby meme with Leo DiCaprio with his hand up, you know, a toast to the seventy-two Dolphins because it happens every year, right? Every year. Um, we'll start with the Browns getting the job done with um PJ Watson or not PJ Watson, PJ Walker. Sorry, PJ <laughs> Walker. Um, they, I just didn't expect this man. Shout out Jake. He's not yeah. here. He sent in his picks. He had the Browns winning this game. Truly an immaculate um prediction there. Uh, but what are your thoughts, man? This was just a shocker to me. I know it was in Cleveland, but still. Mm-hmm. I would have to say um, the Jake Moody kick, he could have made. But the biggest issue, like, as a 49ers fan, I'm not, like, upset really about this loss. You knew one of them was going to come eventually. Better to get it out of the way now than, say, the Steelers of a couple of years ago. When they went 14-0 and then just fell apart. Um, I'm more concerned about if Debo is out long-term, if McCaffrey is out long-term. I don't – I'm not, like, worried about really Brock Purdy in the offense per se, but it's something to watch because if they get in the playoffs and those two guys aren't healthy, they're not a top – of the NFC. I mean, the reason we have them there is because they have that big three trio. We got McCaffrey, Debo, and Kittle. And then Brock Purdy's been able to man the ship. And you got that great O line. If you're down Debo and CMC, I'm not saying they're still not continuing to win games. They still might get a one or two seed. I just think getting past Philly without kind of your top two guys in offense, in my mind, that's that's a tough challenge. And Really, for the loss itself, I said it was a good one, but it's really a good one when you look at how Cleveland has been playing, especially defensively. Um, this might be a team that, as scary as their defense is, might continue to get better as a defense, um, which is nuts. But talent-wise, they got all three levels covered. I mean, D-line, linebackers, your secondaries just maxed out. Um what what were your what was your opinion though? I know a lot of people are coming at Brock Purdy. I'm gonna kind of come off of that a bit because I mean he's been great for the rest of the year. I don't really understand why Brock Purdy's catching any flack. I haven't seen much of it, but because honestly, my my takeaway from this game was this was one of the first times we actually learned something about Brock Purdy. Like we've had so many. This is first regular season loss of his career. But it's the first time we've seen him without a star-studded cast around him, and he did everything he could to get his team in position to win the game. He makes a great drive, goes down, gets a very makeable field goal, uh, and it just happens to be missed. He's out Debo. He's out his you know, his running back. 
and he's still making it happen. Through his first interception of the year, it's week six. That's ridiculous. Wow. Through his first interception of the year. And look, he he's never gonna be, you know, a 2011 Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning, where he, he's gonna throw five thousand yards, fifty-five touchdowns, and you're gonna be like, oh my God, who is this guy? Uh, but what right. he is gonna be is he's gonna be essentially an upgraded version of you know Taylor Heineke or or he's of the Tom Brady like at like the the early years of Tom Brady esque where he's got a star set of cast around him and then he elevates everybody around him as well. Um, and just the way I see his career playing out right now, I mean, they're gonna have a cap situation eventually when he's you know his deal is yeah. up, but. The, the way they've constructed this roster, he's going to win a lot of games and he's going to learn how to win. And that is something that is just severely underrated in the NFL. Does Tom Brady become Tom Brady if he's not exactly where he was uh, in that situation with Drew Bledsoe going down? Like, no, he probably never sees the field. Or if he does, it, he's not great because he didn't have one of the best defenses in the league and a great system and OC and whatnot. So Very true. Uh, this was our chance to finally learn like what Brock Brady may look like without, you know, every superstar on every corner yeah and, uh, first team offense and i was impressed like he, he did everything he could to win the game he didn't throw the game away he didn't look bad under pressure he looked very poised and that's because he's been in these games and won these games previously with that cast around him so uh, i i if anything i'm encouraged about purdy after this and my purchase of purdy stock last week um look i think that price is up right now i would make that debate even after a loss like this uh, and my further takeaway is this, is the Browns, dude, they might have the best defense in the league right now. I cannot think of a better defense. You can, you know, go fantasy. Personnel-wise, yeah. Steelers, maybe. And I, I mentioned this preseason, but I don't think I meant it. Like, I, I said it, like, strongly enough. Like, you know, like, I like their defense is going to be good this year. I really like what, what they built. Their, like, teams will no longer be able to, you know, triple-team Miles Garrett and stop their defense. Like, they, they really did put an emphasis on them in the offseason. We're seeing dividends. Um <laughs> Brown's Twitter. I don't know how I ended up there, but I, <laughs> I am a part of Brown's Twitter as, as an outside observer. I don't know how I got there, but I. It see was your him. player of the year picks, bro. You took Chubb and Miles. <laughs> uh, yeah, Garrett, maybe so. maybe that's what it is. But, Welcome to uh, the club. But Brown's Twitter will have you believe that this this organization is, is horrible, uh, and that deep Deshaun Watson is is the worst thing since sliced bread, and that I just. They're a better team with him on the field than they were with PJ Walker uh, offensively. Well. At least offensively at least i mean would you like me to read you pj walker's numbers oh like, i know him but it's yeah. not like sean watson was lighting the world on fire i'm not saying that i'm not, saying, I'm not like... saying that but brown's twitter will have you believe and brown's fans rightfully are kind of ticked at this guy for being cleared and not playing and etc yeah. um which that's a whole different dialogue i'm just right. going to simply leave it at the fact that uh, they need him on the field to elevate their offense because they're not going to win a lot of games 19 to 17. I'm just going to be honest there. Like, the only reason they won this game is because of two injuries to one of the better offenses in the league. So, you're paying the guy all that money, you need him on the field. Like, he, he, even if he's not who you pay him, who you're paying him to be, you give him a chance to be and then make that decision in the offseason. But right now, he's a better option than PJ Walker. And no, they should not trade for Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> Or just run with Dorian Thompson Robinson. No, that, was, that was horrible. PJ oh. Walker, man, shout out PJ Walker. Like he, he to that what a story. Into that Brian Hoyer roles. Yeah. You know the Chase Daniels, the the uh, clipboard money makers, if you will. But yeah. uh, no, we can we can keep moving. You know, I, I get tough for the Niners, but shout out to the Browns, man. That playoff spot, they might get one. Well, Jake's got that stock in Browns winning the NFC North. Looking, looking pretty looking solid better purchase better. right now. Looking uh-huh. like a pretty solid purchase. Um, let's talk Let's talk. AFC. Well, no, we said we we're going to do the winless teams for, or the winning teams first. We can talk Eagles-Jets here. Uh, and yeah. this was a game I actually didn't catch the end of until I saw the score and went back and watched it because I had assumed it was over and just turned it off. Um, Perfect. Yeah. I, well, I – this was this more shocking to me than the Browns 49ers thing because nobody got hurt on the Eagles. There was no panic. They just got beat, man. Yeah. Um, it happens. What are your takeaways? 
from the from from Philly. I think they've they played mediocre football all year, and it finally caught up. Yeah, I uh, I know a lot of people are gonna love to jump all over this. Probably Philly fans themselves. And uh, my really only rebuttal to it is the Eagles in their last 25 games are 23 and two with Jalen Hurts at the helm. I he has a bad game. All right, like it, it happens. Like this is not anything out of the ordinary. The Jets have proven to be a very good defensive team, especially under Robert Salah. Like, and they they just did this to the Chiefs. I mean, last week they were. It, we were close to having this conversation with the Chiefs. I mean, we could really even pick that up a little bit more. Their offense hasn't been what it used to be. But um, I just am not – it's like I said with the Niners, better to get this loss out of the way to a good defensive team. And hey, kudos to Zach Wilson, man. I know he's not, again, lighting the world on fire, as we like to call it, but he's not making – like he's he's not doing bad. It's better straight. than where we were at. He's, he's he's up, you know, he's like from the bottom to like a little bit above it. Like we're they've getting won two, They've won two straight and lost by three to the Chiefs before that. Yeah. Got to like, tell you. <laughs> and they got the Giants next week, man. So, I mean, yeah, battle the New York teams. It's always going to be interesting. Or but... no, Jets are on Jets are on bye this week. Then they got the Giants. So two weeks till that. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't have any really big takeaways for the Eagles here. Like, I, I not much to say. Like, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not concerned. Anything, they're gonna win like 40-0 next week. Some like, may ask if my arm is raised for the panic button. I just would like to say that the panic button. You know, we were we're on a road trip to New York. I left the Eagles panic button back in Philly. Like, I it didn't even make the road trip with me. Like, right. it, it, it's yeah. it, you know, I'm not even thinking about it. I got my, my, my security guards gave me a call, wanted to know if I wanted to press it. I hung up on them before mm-hmm. I, when I saw them call. I didn't even pick it up. Like it's, <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, as for the money. Jets, as for the Jets, you know what my biggest takeaway is? It's kind of sad. Mm. This team would have been really freaking good with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Probably undefeated. <laughs> if we're being honest, this is an undefeated football team right now with Aaron Rodgers. That's extreme. There's a lot. Is of it? Vari- there's a lot of variables you just don't. Because he, Aaron's given you two touchdowns and like 250 yards a game. Like realistically, maybe you throw a pick in there. Zach Wilson can't even manage that. Even like like the bare bones version of Rodgers, they're winning some of these close ones. In my opinion, uh, I mean he might he might lift them over the Chiefs, but I, I don't. Maybe not the Cowboys. Man, y- yeah, the, the whole game team was, was that whole team was brutal that game. I I'd think that I wouldn't say they're undefeated, but they're definitely a lot better team. The whole situation, the whole script goes differently for their season. Oh, um, sure. But uh, for this is kind of what they did last year, like with Zach Wilson. Like we're forgetting that they were really good with him, and we're winning these kind of games. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, wow, if they could just get a quarterback, they'll be insane. Uh, and then they give them like two or three weeks to like you know figure out change their entire season's offensive game plans like you know they came out they were slow they somehow won against the bills uh, but then they were slow to start with zach wilson he looked bad and now he's starting to get a rhythm he's taking care of the football uh and he looks he looks better he's not turning the ball over he's not making really stupid decisions he's managing the game and they're winning these low scoring battles relying on their defense which is what they did last year and what they need to do consistently so i you know no further comments your honor when it comes to the Jets playoffs, I, I don't know. I truly don't. Are they going to outgun uh, another? Are they going to be the second team in the AFCs? No, they're not going to be higher than the Bills or the Dolphins. Like they're right. going to get the Bills again. They're going to get wiped, in my opinion. Uh, the Dolphins are going to probably embarrass them as well. They'll definitely beat the Patriots, and we'll get to that. But uh, hmm. the Jets, can they beat out the Chargers or somebody else? You know, the Ravens, Bengals, one of those other Browns, one of those other teams vying for an AFC wildcard spot? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know, the Bengals got another win this week, and it was huge. Defense came up big. Not on our talk show. We talk about them but um, on our script. But I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Like, I, I, I don't know. Then there's the Go rumors of – 
there's the rumors of Rodgers potentially making a comeback before the season's over. And he was like out walking before the game and throwing without crutches. And he, somebody was like, it's been 30 days since this dude tore his Achilles. What's going on? Yeah, it is Just, pretty incredible. It's insane. It's insane. Uh, it's, and it's possible. Uh, at this rate, I just mobility wise, I don't think he'd still be 100%. No, I think he would still, it would, it might risk more injury if he comes back too early, but I get it. You know, if they're like playoff, like chomping at the bit, you know, they're close. I get it, but I I don't know if a guy who hasn't played all year is going to push them over the edge in, in the biggest game of the year if that's his first start. Like, yeah, I think it depends on the situation. Like, I actually immediately, when Rodgers broke his collarbone, I believe in week nine against the Bears, gosh, it was, he's like six years ago or so. It was a year we we didn't make the playoffs, I don't think, because we lost to the Panthers in a game where we brought him back early. And I think he threw three picks. Like, it was one of those bad games of his career. And um, so I'm actually kind of in that boat with you. Like, if they bring him back too early, it's, what are you yeah. going to do? What I are agree. you going to do? I agree. Um, but let's move on. Jaguars, they've rolled with one three straight back-to-back wins in London. They beat the Bills. Um, mm. I believe the Falcons for the other week they won. Yep. Uh, then they Boy story game. get their they get their rematch against the Colts, um, and then it's, it's embarrassing. Uh, 37-20, I don't even think it was that close. Um, what are your thoughts here? Uh, yeah, I mean, she didn't really cook. <laughs> um, did you, did you actually end up purchasing stock in Minshewmania? Did that happen? I don't know if I did. Yeah, oh, I it did. did. You did. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. I know people probably aren't going to hop on it right now, but I was really thinking revenge game for him. And, uh, three interceptions kind of the opposite of that kind of helped them win. But the Jags are really, hitting their stride, I think is the best way to put it. Kind of a rocky start. Now they're really kind of coming to that zone of, okay, this is like Super Bowl contender team. I don't really think that's a stretch. I mean, we saw what they did last year. We're seeing what Calvin Ridley and Trevor Lawrence as a duo is going to do. Like, it's if Calvin Ridley can establish himself as that firm, like, wide receiver one, can just beat man coverage. That's Trevor the thing Lawrence is that's what that's what he's not doing. Is it's it's very like spread between him and Kirk right now. Uh, and, and I yeah, anticipated I his flowers too. Yeah, like if if they, I think they can continue to play off each other. But that's that's a fair assessment. You know, it's definitely a fair take. I don't know what 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 was dominant to me about the Jaguars in this game was uh, their defense number one, turning the ball over every other play against. Mm-hmm. I still think Gardner Minshew is a formidable backup. Like he's one of the best. Absolutely. Um, and the run game, I know, you know, look at the stats. ETN only has 55 yards, but they, they, he ran the ball 20 times, almost two touchdowns, pops some big ones. I really think that Travis ETN is the key to their offense for them. And sometimes I feel like they don't utilize it. Like they, 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 they drop back. They rely too much on Trevor, which is a solid game plan as well. But, uh, ETN is he's a dynamic weapon that I don't think a lot of teams have. He's a great receiver, he's a great running back. Um, and I think he needs the ball 25 times a game, like every game, run or pass, give it to him 25 yeah. touches. Um, and that's what was dominant to me. And just, just the I, they just were dominant on all fronts, like it was never close, it was never like I, just an impressive win. My concern, honestly, is the same as you, is, is Ridley needs to find a way to establish himself as numero uno um, and, and yeah. week in and week out. He's got, I think, 200-yard games, and the rest are kind of duds. So it's like one of those things mm-hmm. where it's like he's there, and then it's like the Colts are not this excellent defense. He should be five for 80 or, you know, not four for 30. Like he's not – you know what I'm saying? Like he's getting his That's targets yeah. game, and he's they're just not there. So, oh yeah, no, I can't push uh, back on that. Your thoughts on the Colts? I know you've got stock in Anthony Richardson right now. You've talked a lot. You're pretty high on the Colts at some points. Um, what are your thoughts, especially with the rumors of Anthony Richardson considering season-ending shoulder surgery? That would 
probably be for the best. Um, that would definitely turn into a long-term – I mean, it's kind of been a long-term stock for Anthony Richardson. Coming into the league, he was kind of like the project quarterback, but personally has looked more ready to play than I initially thought. And I – as much as I love Gardner Minshew, you kind of saw it on Sunday. He's not really a, the fit for this offense. Um, it, it's very ground and pound heavy, and having your quarterback being able to run – is a huge staple of the Shane Steichen offense. I mean, we saw it in Philly. They would run Jalen Hurts 15, 20 times a game. And Anthony Richardson is definitely capable of that. Gardner Minshew is not. He's, he's just not the type of quarterback he is. He's more of that Brock Purdy game manager, like will not make a mistake. So seeing three interceptions is very alarming, especially against the former team. I get there's probably a new coaching staff in there. But I'm not uh, for the rest of the year for the Colts. I'm not too high on them anymore. I, I was really liking what I saw with the Anthony Richardson-led offense, but this is going to be more, I think, the Colts team we saw last year. Personally, the defense might be a bit better, but offensively it's like trotting out the same group, just a more conservative quarterback. So, I mean, obviously you're going to throw – anybody who throws the ball 55 times a game that doesn't throw this one interception, that's like a, a – Masterclass A plus great oh. performance. Like it, it's just yeah, mathematical. Like, yeah. Throwing it that many times. And I know that game script is a part of it, and they were down, down the whole game. But um, this is now back to back weeks. We've seen basically 50-50 usage. Even last week, I think it was 65-35 in Zach Moss's favor. Favor. Um, yeah. After and I, I get that they're easy Taylor in, but they pay him this contract. Um what are your thoughts here? You know, is this relationship mendable or is he going to continue to seek a trade after the season? I thought that this whole, the way this whole thing played out was really weird. I don't think they would have signed with a contract if they planned on moving him because I think the contract makes him harder to move is really my kind of take on it. I will say I, I didn't have the panic button out for Jonathan Taylor after he got the contract. I don't have my hand on it or anything. But I got it like in my back pocket <laughs> because of next week, Zach Moss out touches him again. My issue with if it was like a David Montgomery Gibbs thing where like Gibbs is clearly the better talent, but they're easing him in. Like you can see it like the other guys just been reliable and doing well for you. So you roll with it. OK, but Zach Moss had like 160 yard day. Like he's looked really good. And so when the contract kind of came at the time, I was like, that's interesting. Like Zach Moss just popped off yesterday and now you're handing Jonathan Taylor the money. Um, I would assume that's intense to use him, but I'm telling you, man, if the next two weeks is this 50-50, like running back by committee split, I'm really upset in the dynasty league and like two other of my four leagues because I have them on almost every one of my teams. <laughs> like I was really confident that, him coming back on a bounce back year and a new offense would go nuts. But Zach Moss is a, uh, a fork in the road. <laughs> yeah. Really here's, here's what I'm gonna, here's what I think happened. This is pure speculation. I don't have any inside source into the Colts locker room at all or anything, but mm. I think that Jonathan Taylor's camp, him and his agents and whoever else is in his camp saw Zach Moss popping off. And his agent said, dude, that's James Conner, and that's Austin Eckler, and it's Le'Veon Bell, and it's Melvin Gordon, and you're next, right? Yeah. Goes for 180 yards. He's lighting it up. The offense looks great. The Colts are overperforming. They said they went to the Colts and said, we'll take less money, but we want, like, X amount of years. Still going to be paid handsomely, but, like, we're not looking to – is he the highest paid running back of all time? I can't. Here in the league, I can't it's remember. It's so very like, it's a very, contract. it's a large contract, but it's yeah. not what he was asking for. I think that that motivated him in some sense of the way to back off on whether it was fully guaranteed or et cetera. I'd have to read into the contract details. So if I'm misinformed, let me know. But that would be my guess. From the Colts perspective, I don't really get, like you said, if you've got a guy who's doing well, why pay a guy 50 million, you know, yeah. to not getting ease man. I get that. But what, what more can you get from Taylor that Moss wasn't giving like 180 yards in a game? And I get that that's not consistent. And Taylor was great um, as a rookie, 
but he really yeah. like he wasn't great as a sophomore and here we are as a third year like mm, i don't know um we'll see if he continues to get usage but i think that that's why the re-signing happened is taylor kind of looked around and said okay i if i if i sit out this whole year uh i'm hurting the running backs need to get paid narrative because yeah. because he is that's exactly why running backs don't get paid is we find guys off the streets who come in and are just the same thing completely yeah. serviceable um and that's why linemen get paid more and etc but I, I i am a little confused and i get the game script was a part of this you know 15 rushes between the two of them like what are you gonna do when you're down right. the whole game uh, and Zach Moss we'll is probably the better receiving threat anyway. So um, we'll see, you know, let's, let's get them in a game that's close. Let's get them in a game where the script goes according to plan. And then we'll start to see uh, the true intention here. You know? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, final game I wanted to talk about. And this was the headline you were referring to in terms of 10 years ago, if you'd have told me that the New England Patriots Rock. In my opinion, have hit rock bottom. I can't remember if I pressed the panic button last week or not on the Patriots. I don't know if we talked about them, um, but I, I have, I have. I mean, if I pressed it last week with my right hand, I am now pressing it with my left hand as well, and multiple. You know, really yeah. just trying to bring that it's, thing back to life, like the CPR. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts, man? This was this was a, just another you know to lose to McDaniel's. And, you know, they're done. They're done. I, um, yeah, I'm calling it now. Like, stop the match. Get them out of here. Rebuild for next season. Um, just the way they've looked, eye test wise, especially. But when Belichick is losing to Josh McDaniels, a guy that's been in that organization, you should know Belichick. I mean, I expected him to shut the team out. Like I was fully expecting him to know where the ball was going before Jimmy G did. Um, not to mention Jimmy G didn't even finish the game. Yeah, like it was not a like amazing performance by the Raiders. It was just like okay, like Patriots are cooked. Like I, I don't know Bel- Belichick. This maybe it's just last year because he's like I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, he's old. Like it, he's been an amazing coach, but I think he's like approaching 70 or it's like might be in the 70s man like oh he's in his 70s for sure i think he's in his late 70s honestly right he, he yeah he needs to you go home watch you know old brady highlights and i'm i'm not saying he can't coach 71 but it's like, he's 71 don't yeah dude don't be coaching this team let the patriots and robert Kraft kind of rebuild and tool up this is not a contender. I mean, unless something drastic changes for the next couple of years out, I don't see anything on this roster personally that is super promising. I'm not like Mac Jones is the worst guy in the world, but I'd love to hear your insight of like, what I as a love... Patriots fan, what, what are you happy? With? Like when you look at your team, what are you like? That's my player. <laughs> I Ramondre love... Stevenson. Yeah, and he hasn't had a good year. This is one of his better games just because he scored a touchdown. <laughs> like, yeah, like 40 speed. yards, right. Um, 10 for 46 and a touchdown for, for oh. Andre Stevenson. So um, I'd love to sit here and, and scream about Mac Jones being the problem. It's like everything. I could, and I, I could make a very compelling case why. But I just look at, I just pull up the box score and I see receiving Kendrick Bourne, Mike Gesicki, Ramondre Stevenson. Who's P. Brown? I don't even know who that is. That's the, it's like Pops Brown or something. Zeke, <laughs> Ty Montgomery, Devontae Parker, Hunter Henry, Mike Wanford. Like, those are the guys who all caught a ball. <laughs> Come on, man. Wow. Like, uh, we can sit here and say Brady got it done with less back in the first three feet. I don't know. Troy Brown, better. Um, what's Dion Branch? Probably better. Better. Yeah. Anybody on this? And don't get me started on, you know, th- then he had good receivers <laughs> after that first three feet. First off, that defense was like top five every year. Literally, yeah, literally of, the, top five of the first three, you know, of the first three, you know, Super Bowls. 
with the Brewski and uh, Willie McGinnis, those teams, whatever those, and, and you know, Rodney Harrison and Ty Law, those those teams, um, those defenses were legit. Their offense was better. Brady led. They had a better run game. They had a better pass game. Better everything. Um, Mac Jones is not Tom Brady. <laughs> okay, so let's just establish yeah. that. But but the, I'm just attacking the concept of like having C to B tier quarterback come in and and just run your system and get it done. Um, this ain't high school football, man. Like this is this ain't college football. Systems will elevate a defense for sure, and they have for the Patriots. I've said that many times. Great systems, great coaches can elevate a defensive unit to play better than the personnel. That's not how it works on offense. Not in today's not in today's world. Maybe in 2003, not in 2023 though. Not anymore. No. Uh, and so I'm out on Mac Jones. You know, I said all I say all that to say I'm out on Mac Jones. I don't think I think they just need a full reset. Could Mac Jones be a successful starter somewhere else? Yeah, I I think so. I don't think he's a horrible quarterback. I think he's worthy of an NFL starting job at this point in his career. Um, but not not in New England. Not with Belichick. Not with I don't even remember who their OC is this year. It's been new. Is it still Matt Patricia? You get to Bill O'Brien. I think they thought that was a good idea and tried out Bill O'Brien again. I don't know. It's, I don't even know what to say at that. Like when the hire was made, it's like you just got to you're, – you're old school, all right? You, Bill Belichick is officially old when you're going back and grabbing Bill O'Brien from Penn State or Alabama, wherever college he was at. But uh, – I don't know. I, 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 I You said it They're, best. The Patriots are cooked. It's over. I, if They're I'm Robert – Kra- let me ask you this. If you're Robert Kraft, do you fire him? I think I'm asking Belichick, like, just having a man-to-man conversation, being like, are you prepared to essentially, like, retire trying to rebuild this team? Because it's going to be a while. Like, realistically, what even if they get a great pick this year, they can address, like, one, maybe two positions, but Belichick's draft history is not good either. Yeah. Like, especially as of late. So I would have to, if I'm Robert Kraft, just – you kind of got to cut bait and try and rebrand as just a new Patriots, like just a new, a new way. But they're yeah. probably going to be back. I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's something as simple as like changing the uniforms or. Right. Like, like I, I, I don't know, because, because, because the team does live in the shadow of the Brady era. And it yep. is something where it's like, if you, if you want to start a new beginning and get back to that success, like, you might have to do something like that. Um, marketing wise and just just try to convince your young players and start to build a young a young team i I don't know i really don't know because you can't fire i i I don't think you can fire him no unless his wife comes unless his wife comes to you and says please fire him so he'll retire because i because he's 77 and i know he won't quit himself but yeah i don't know maybe maybe he'll shock us all and he'll just walk away but i'd be shocked he loves it too much you know right Um, and what's stupid about it is I still don't rule them out for being around 500 at the end of the year just because they've managed to. Oh, yeah. one, in, one in five, they're out of the playoffs. Mac Jones ain't it. No. No further no. comments. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's done. Patriots what, are your are thoughts on the, what are your thoughts on the Raiders now? The back-to-back wins for them. They're sitting at three and three. They've beaten – Patriots are pretty bad. Packers are middle tier, you know, power ranking team. Uh, I'm still out on this being one of the worst teams. Uh, the yeah, <laughs> man. All, all I'm hearing is just bait. Like, but their for, their schedule moving forward is Bears, Lions. So uh, let's say let's say they get to four and four, split those games. Giants, Jets, Dolphins, Chiefs probably split those. Win two, lose two. Vikings, they could beat. Chargers, they could maybe beat. Chiefs, they'll lose again. Colts, they could maybe beat. And then Broncos. And we're looking at a record above 500. Maybe. They're probably I'm just saying. It. It's, it's going to be a classic Raiders performance. And what's going to be really funny is if they manage to win enough games for McDaniels to keep his job. Like the Raiders are going to oh, talk themselves into it. They're going to be like, well, one more year at this rate, we might make playoffs. And it's it, they're not going to make playoffs next year. I guarantee it. No, so, it's just are, I year. am forgetting that I am forgetting that they don't have Garoppolo. I'm assuming they won't have him next week. And 
you know, if you've got a bad we'll defense, no if, you've got, if, you, if you've got a bottom two defense, which they're close to that number, uh, Justin Fields is good for 400 yards against you and nobody else. So, you know, although Fields may not play. I'll say he may not play either. It's going to have uh, games to be uh, crapshoot. Yeah. But. Uh, front page of the Chicago Suns Times today was uh, the title was like a new era for the Bears. And there's a picture of Nugent and like it was like praising him. Oh, and I was like, dude, he no. was horrible. <laughs> like he was horrible. Um, Tyson Benjamin. Wow. And I know he's not here, man, but. Dude, this was a bad look for the Vikings. I know Jake's not here, but they got the win. But man, it beat the Bears close. when they close. play bad. Like, not not a good look, man. <laughs> no, no, yeah, both these teams are just underwhelming to say the least this season. Um, all right, we can we can move on. Let's do a little. Let's make some make some acquisitions. I've hinted at some things. Um, you know, review our positions. I, I do have some some questions for you regarding some of your uh, some of your takes. Jake's not here. I have some for him, but um, you know, before we dive into our new acquisitions, I, I would like some 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 a- explanation as to why you are continuing to hold Russell Wilson stock. I'm giving it to like week eight or nine because I, I need a game to sell it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I knew this was going to come up. So I literally had a deadline in mind because I know it's, it's bad. All right. It's, it's looking bad. I don't really know how much money I've lost, but I, I need him to do something so I can turn it into. Something. I think, I think your chance to sell was like week four. It was probably when I bought it. It was literally probably the day I bought it and was convinced that there was like all right. There was like a couple weeks at the start of the year where it was like, hmm. And then this Thursday night game, man, that that's wow. He's terrible on Thursday night, though. That's why I'm like, I'm giving this two to three weeks max. Because last year the same thing happened. He played the Colts and put up three points. It was like he just He's not built for it, but if the Raiders can find ways to win, I I would hope he can find at least a way to find some decent performances. That's all I'm asking. I'm not even asking his team to win the game. Stat pad, please do something. Turn into the basketball version of Ross. <laughs> like, I, I need some value here, and uh, I will hold until then, but I will not. It's been a swing and a miss so far. No. And Jake's not here for this too, because he this was his take. But are we considering selling Jefferson and Tyreek Hill both going over two thousand yards? This I think there, and he could probably back me on, and maybe we just leave it to the chat or whatever. But for one of them to hit, like that's got to be worth something, because Tyreek Hill is literally like hundred eighty yards away right now from a thousand yards receiving. Like, he's on pace for almost 2,500 yards. So, like, for him to eclipse it, Jefferson, like, to kind of be on pace but get hurt is kind of like a, yeah, you call it a wash. Like, it wasn't a guy won the take. Like, yeah, technically it was a miss. I could could, – if if Hill gets there convincingly and Jefferson Jefferson comes back and gets to, like, 12 1300 on the back. Yeah, tip your hat. Yeah, tip. I could be convinced to rule that as a break even. I I could be convinced. I I really, dude, I think that's a cash if he gets like, if Jefferson comes back and goes over a thousand, like handily, and Tyreek is over 2000 handily, you could infer that Jefferson missing those, you know, how many games he's going to miss. Like, I don't know though, because, because the, because the Vikings are not good. (laughs) but the Kirk and Jefferson duo is the only thing that made them respectable that's why I think they're going to I mean it sucks I think I said they might sneak into the playoffs and that That might come that was that was the follow-up question I I know it's overreaction Monday if but if they don't adjust their game plans to more of like a dink and dunk they might need to find another back I mean they got Cam Akers but like they got to involve a running game more. You don't have Jefferson to lean on anymore. That's bottom line. I don't think KJ Osborne's terrible as a fill-in, but he's no Justin Jefferson. 
and they just got to adapt, man. They're going to have to go to more like a West Coast style um, and just kind of dink it dunk. Kirk got to be really efficient, but it's 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 an upward battle. That's all I'm going to say. NFC is kind of getting crazy. I'm not going to lie. There's, I feel like two maybe kind of top teams and everything else is just out in the open right now. Final final question. Purchased uh, one week ago today. Gardner Minshew will be a starter on opening day 2024. I'll keep that. Yeah, holding, get a bad game. Holding diamond hands. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Place. Yeah, I'm not panicking yet. Right. Russ is I, – I've had that for a couple weeks. It's oh, getting yeah, worse. I've been sitting so. on Russ for almost a month. Yeah, I'm sweating. It, it's been a bad be month. It's been a bad month of football for Russ, man. It had um, asked, to say the least. Um, yeah. Looking at my um, stuff, I'm actually not hating most of my most of my takes. Uh, Derek Carr to make the playoffs twice in New Orleans is definitely probably my lowest confidence. But I purchased it at a one on day one, right. so so it's not horrible. It's not that big of a loss, I guess. I didn't put that much stock into. it. Uh, other than that, I'm holding Anthony Richardson. I'm holding Jordan Love, Mike McDaniel, Lawrence Ridley duo. Little little sketch. Maybe should have just bought Trevor Lawrence. Should have, maybe should have just bought Trevor Lawrence. I think it's still going up. Like since you bought it, I think, it, I think it's kind of choppy. A little bit choppy. Okay. Up on the hundred game weeks, hundred yard weeks for Ridley, and then last uh, week was there. Um, uh, Sam Howell priced at a discount because he was at rock bottom when I got there. I, he's had two back-to-back decent weeks, actually. I'm, I'm pretty confident in that. Um, Bears? Was that? I bought it before that. I bought it before that game. He threw for like 400 yards in that game. He threw um, – are you saying that that was a bad game? Uh, didn't he have turnovers? Like, he, he got did, sacked he had... like five or six times. Like, well, I... the sacks aren't on him, bro. Just, just, mm-hmm. just saying that. I well, anytime a guy throws the Russ problem this year. Russ has a multitude of problems. Holding the ball too long. Buying Russ stock is inherently worse than buying Sam Howell stock because Russ has context and and a large contract that hurts his like overall image. Sam Howell, like I don't know, Sam Howell's been like great in my. I think he's been like. Well, I think he's been. I purchased that stock. September 25th. Okay. Let's pull up the commander's mm-hmm. schedule. Since September 25th, the Sam Howell's last few weeks, uh, win against the Falcons this week, which I we didn't get a chance to talk about, but I thought was a solid win. We all picked the Falcons, by the way. So uh, Ritter lost sold. by lost lost to the Bears. Defense sold in that game. Sam Howell in that game on Thursday night. 388, two touchdowns with just one interception. Um, threw the ball 51 times, so it goes with our theory of go over 50, expect a pick. <laughs> go yeah. over 50 pass attempts, expect a pick, and don't be mad about it. Um, lost by three to the Eagles the week after I bought this, and then the week when I bought it was the day after they lost to the Bills 37-3. So three decent performances, you know, priced at an extreme discount. I'm uh, – I said back then, okay. looking to looking to trade this in season. You know, right? This isn't a long term purchase. They've got the Giants coming up this week. I'm not selling before that matchup. You know, that's but very true. Very true. Their, their next couple games, Eagles might need to hold through that because after that, it's Patriots, Seahawks, Giants again, and that's probably when I'm going to look to sell mid November because they close out their season with Cowboys, Dolphins, Rams, Jets, Niners, Cowboys. So probably looking to sell after the second Giants game. Um, if anybody's looking out there to purchase some Sam Howell stock uh, around <laughs> around that time, hit me up. But um, let's move into today. Let's move into today. Our new purchase is continuing to build our portfolio. Once we get it maxed out, these transactions will become a little bit more meaningful. They'll be more structured to the show. Um, there'll be a lot more transactions happening in terms of sales and then purchases and trades even. Um, but I don't have a lot of confidence. I didn't have a lot of things to buy today. I'll give you the floor. I may. I will preemptively say I've got one thing I, I'm tentative towards buying and an open slot. Um, if you can convince me in something that you're confident in. So um, I'm looking to be social today. Yeah. Today is like, for me, I to the, the week itself was just nothing. I really expected to go right. Ahead. 
And so I'm going with a more of a, a passive purchase, but it's going on the Vikings in the sense that Madison has <laughs> like literally done nothing. And Cam Akers can only improve from like his one carry. So I'm putting a two we'll go one and a half confidence <laughs> in Cam Akers. Two seems close. That's I need to be right in the middle of three. Um just be I'm not even really the biggest fan of Cam Akers right now. It's just I think the Vikings are gonna need to try some things to be relevant. I don't and hate so that. I don't yeah. I don't hate that. When they made that trade, I liked that trade. And now we're kind of two, three weeks where it's like yeah, nobody's hey, talking he about probably it. knows the system now. We're gonna get into this the stage of like we're gonna start using it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't hate I that. Hope so. I'm gonna piggyback off of a take you had last week or two weeks ago, mm-hmm. sorry. Okay. Um, which which was paired you actually purchased at a horrible time. You bought Kyle Pitts priced at a discount. Assuming Desmond Ritter would be benched, and that's I mean written, I, that's written I down, think I and still then Ritter, you, no, you still have it, but you bought it at a bad time because Ritter came out the next week and had just a perfect game. Kyle Pitts has actually had some decent games back back now, but I'm gonna purchase because Ritter, I, I'm just kind of out on him. I, I don't, I don't think he's it. I'm purchasing some, purchasing some Taylor Heineke, ah, uh, some Taylor gosh. Heineke stock. Uh, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw 1.5, kind of right. 1.75, let's say. A little bit of a nod, but uh, I think he's gonna get some time and uh, he's gonna win games. Because here's the thing with the Falcons is they were better with Mariota. They were, and like it's the same team. They've got a better running back now, uh, and I just think that Ritter is just like they, they should be winning games that they're that, that last year they would have won with Mariota that they're not winning with Ritter this year. And we all know Taylor Heineke, he's, he's this anomaly of winning that is awesome. And who's not a fan, man? Um, so Taylor Heineke, just purchasing the stock now. Price is extremely low. Hasn't taken a snap all year. I think it's coming. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be some mania. Might make a playoff push. Um, so Taylor Heineke, 1.75 confidence. Purchase today. Okay. Okay. Well done. Well done. I can't argue with that. I I saw the Pitts vision. I just no, that was a great. I, That's up big right now. If you ask me, He's yeah. Like, I, I hope it's the one touchdown isn't the only touchdown. <laughs> I could very well see that too, but oh, definitely. Lord George. <sighs> oh, how many picks we gotta? We get two acquisitions today. Two acquisitions today. Or you um, could you could refrain, I guess. You could you could say I I'll, I will forego my, my purchase. <laughs> There's nothing else. Yeah, there no, I I just don't think in terms of like players, I I was really confident in anything. I think I'm confident in um I it's more like a long term stock that I was kind of saving, but I'll I'll throw it to the floor. Is just Nick Sirianni becoming a like i'm saying and this is i don't know i mean we'll be able to try and track it but like 10 year tenure with philly like i'm I'm thinking like an andy reed-esque one where he's not gonna be able to do a lot of wrong considering how weird and up and down philly has been since andy reed um and i know the stock is probably lower coming off the jalen hurts game and just kind yeah of but it's still it's week. still it's still it's still really high. yeah but I mean, I think the take of, hey, staying around on the team for 10 years, it's kind of rare that we see that nowadays. And uh, so I'll throw a two confidence in that. I'm not going to say three because it's Philly. I can see him. I mean, they ran Doug Peterson out of there, and he's still a very good coach. I mean, he won a Super Bowl for him not yeah, that long ago. Gone into you. That almost makes me – you reminded me. That I might short that stock. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's just because Philly, like, they fired. I'm going to think about do. that. I might hold that idea for another week. Um, I've got kind of a Hail Mary. I like the Nick Sirianni. I think that yeah. the duties what, what the regular, what, what's his record on the regular season is ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. Hail Mary stock. All right. Hail Mary, 0.5 confidence, nothing to lose, throwing it out there. Just be, It's a lottery ticket. Nothing crazy, no specific stats or anything. Just purchasing 0.5 stock right now in Zach Wilson. 
That's it. That's fair. That's it's kind it. of a bad time to buy, considering like he's there is high value better than but the highest I think it's real though. I think it's real. I think that's why I'm saying that they make the playoffs with him or something. That's a big winner in my opinion. From even from three and three, even from where they're at right now, two three great back to back weeks for his standard. I think he's going to continue to get better and better. Uh, and it's it's a hilarious stock. You know, point five confidence. What do I have to lose, right? You're not gonna you're not gonna show up on the off season. Look at my look at my holdings and say, oh, what is this Zach Wilson stock? You idiot! That was a horrible take. No, as I said today, it's a hail mary. You know, we're here for a big winner. Couldn't find anything I was really serious about buying today. Um, so Zach right. Wilson, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Thing, I'm, man. I'm, I'm, I'm buying him. Um, that <laughs> takes us to week seven predictions. We got an interesting slate coming up. Some uh, we had a weird week this week. Uh, now we got a lot of buys this week. There's only 13 games this week, um, and I <laughs> double checked that to see if it was right. So I was like, that, that doesn't make any sense. Um, but 13 games this week, and I, I, I actually triple checked that because it, it still doesn't seem right. That's the lowest I've seen. Um, but Thursday night, Jaguars in New Orleans against the Saints. I'm picking them to win fourth straight. They've been rolling. Um, how about you? Oh, yeah, Saints didn't look good even against the Texans, so it's it's really hard to pick them right now. Um, I'll stick with the Jags as well. All right. That takes us to Falcons going into Tampa Bay. Um, I'm going to roll with Tampa mm-hmm. at home. Falcons are just kind of hit or miss in Tampa. Coming off a bad week, I think they're better than they showed this week. I'll keep rolling with the Falcons. Uh, yeah, not great what happened last week. But I, I got a lot of faith in Arthur Smith. I guess we're going to stick true to that. Raiders in Chicago, two injured quarterbacks possibly. I've never seen a game where both teams are on my no-pick list. I know. Um, so I'm forced to make a decision. I If Chicago uh, doesn't have Justin Fields, man. And, and I'll even say this. I'll allow. Um, he put the coin. He put the coin. <laughs> Bears, it is. Bears, it is. All right, I'm taking the Raiders then, just to make it interesting. <laughs> I had the Raiders written down, but I was about to say if Fields plays, I'll take the Bears. But if you're gonna take the Bears, I'll take the Raiders. <laughs> I, I had no idea how to analyze that game. I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, wow. Browns at Colts. We're just gonna move on. Browns in, in Indianapolis. I got to roll Browns, especially if even if Deshaun doesn't play, the defense was so good against one of the better offenses in the league uh, to then play a backup quarterback. Like, man. Yeah. I'm going to go with my Colts. I'm going to go with the Minshew stock. If the time is now, it's to make a statement against one of the better defenses. Maybe come on the no pick list soon. Yeah. Well, you know, minutes. you know, it took it took me a long time to put them on my no pick list after I picked them to be in the Super Bowl. So, yeah. uh, speaking of Super Bowl picks, Commanders going into the Giants next week, divisional matchup. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the G Men after a wow. solid a solid defensive performance against the Bills last night. Um, they did have really. Tyrod yeah. actually was not bad. That's my man. Madden 17, NFL Blitz, had a, great, had a great 89 overall cards, some, some memories there. But uh, I think the G-Men, Barkley's back. He looked good. He struggled in the first half, loosened up, came out, hit some big hitters in the in the, in the uh, second half. Uh, and the reality is they should have got another pass interference call and probably could have won that game because they got down to the one-yard line. Bills did everything they could to lose that game and still come out, came out with a win. Mm-hmm. Giants beat the Commanders next week. Yeah, I, I I don't hate the pick, especially if Tyrod's playing. I, I feel dumb almost picking against him. But I'll roll with the commanders. Like We've really talked about the same miles. He's not going to lose in the game in the way he's been playing. Um, I'll roll with the commies, man. All right. I, I, I was close on that one, and I talked myself into backing my Super Bowl pick once again, so – Knowing, knowing that they'll get beat by four scores, but Lions going into Baltimore. Who do you got? Lions. I just 
their defense is whether it's overperforming or not um, has been a lot better than I thought it was going to be this season. I I just I, I get the Ravens are good too, but the Lions might establish themselves here. I mean they're going to be like five and one, six and one at this point. Like they're they're getting to a really good spot here. So I'm going to take all the Ravens. I I, yeah, I think sorry. I'm going to take the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, it's in Baltimore and. It's a Lions team that historically under Dan Campbell is not that great on the road, I'm pretty sure. There's some stat. They're either really good on the road or really bad. But uh, So I'm not going to base my argument off that. But I'm just going to say going into the Ravens, this is a true contender in my opinion. Uh, the only true contender they've really played this year was the Chiefs, who they did beat. But it was week one without Travis Kelsey or Chris Jones. Um, I think the Ravens kind of own the time of possession in this game. And the defense shows up for the Ravens. So I'm going to roll with the Ravens. Bills at Patriots. Didn't think twice. Patriots. Nope. Have, I, I will say the Patriots are now on the no pick list. Yeah. They usually steal one from the Bills every year, but uh, it's probably not going to be this year. Cardinals at Seahawks. I'm taking Seattle at home against yeah. Josh Dobbs. I'd love to take the Cardinals. They're, they're, they're better than I expected they would be, but it's not there for me. I'm hitting the panic button in Seattle if they don't win at mm-hmm. home against the car, a division opponent. They they need a win here. Yeah, especially after last week with the red zone offense uh, against the Bengals, which yeah. we didn't get a chance to talk about, but I feel like we talked about the Bengals too much. So. Uh, Steelers at Rams. This is an interesting one, dude. This is an interesting one. This is interesting. I'm going to go with the Steelers because it surprised me about like head coaches and – I, I could see TJ Watt getting home more than like the steel. It, it just seems more reliable to pick. I, I'm not feeling the. I know the Rams are good this year. I would not be shocked if they win this game by two scores. Steelers don't get enough pressure on Stafford. Um, but it feels like Steelers win, man. They always find a way to stay, you know, at 500 or above. Yeah, I mean, Steelers coming off the bye as well is an advantage. Um, the Rams, I'm tempted to take them, but it's also just like very inconsistent with them this year. Yeah. The Steelers defense has been that good that I'm going to ride with the Steelers as well. Feels, yeah. Um, Feels Chargers, Chargers going into Arrowhead. The Chiefs, I just don't pick against them. I don't care. Like, I, I just don't. I'm going to win 14 games this year off picking the Chiefs every time. I'm just going to take the three losses when it happens. I'm not going to try and predict it. Yeah. Ah, oh, I wish I could see the Chargers play this week. You know, I hate that they play tonight. I'll pick the Chiefs, but I'm not shocked if the Chargers win. Because Chiefs you do reserve, not You do away. reserve the right to change your pick for Monday night teams. We did. Yeah, if the way. Chargers look really good tonight, that could be one I actually change. Uh, I usually don't do that, but um, I, I'm seeing things I like from the Chargers, and the Chiefs have not just been impressive in my my mind. Packers at Broncos. Broncos on the no pick list. You brought you pick Packers every week, anyways. So yeah, I'm taking the Packers. Been on record. Um, nice Sunday night football. I'm finally. We've had some great on paper matchups from Sunday night football this year, and not a lot of panned out. Last week was actually a decent game, Bills Giants, but Dolphins yeah. going into Philadelphia. This one I'm excited for. Gosh. I am excited to watch this game. Drip yeah, um, Riders cooking. I'm going to take the Dolphins. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know in Philly, and Philly losing twice is going to make the world meltdown. But I just, the Philly lost their defensive coordinator, and that Chiefs team gave them a lot of problems in the Super Bowl with motion and whatnot, with like Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore. Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle are a different animal. And Raheem Mostert, I'll really just give credit to Mike McDaniel because the running offense as a whole, I believe, is top five. And with a running back room of Mostert, Devon Achan, who's hurt right now, and Jeff Wilson, like two of those guys were cast-offs from the Niners. They were just scraps that weren't McCaffrey or Elijah Mitchell. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, oh, well, they're fast. See if they work in the offense. And they really do. So I'm going with the Dolphins, man. I'm going to take the Eagles. Um, yeah. Especially, 
Yeah, well, that especially whole, because they're yeah. coming off of a loss too. That's that off of a loss they shouldn't have. If they had beaten the Jets and they're being close, I'd say, oh, you know, maybe the Dolphins. Could. Uh, here's why I think the Eagles are going to win. The Dolphins run a lot of man coverage, one of the highest rates of man coverage in the league. They've got the receivers to just torch man coverage. They're going to win one-on-one matchups all get all day with AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. And what's great, also great against man coverage, QB run. They got Jalen Hurts, who's a great runner, and and just the run in general is solid against man coverage. Um, depending on if you're beating them with the passing pair as well, if they're in the right. state, because um, you're turning people's heads and whatnot. The the Eagles have the offense to keep the better than anybody in the league, maybe the Niners. Better than anybody in the league to keep Tua and Tyreek and everybody off the field because they're just going to dominate time of possession, run it down the throats, do what they do. Coming off of the loss, they're going to be ticked. It's going to be a home primetime game. I just find it really hard to pick against them um, with the way that they're going to be able to control the ball in this game. And I, it's not like their offense matches up poorly against the Dolphins' defense. I like what you had to say about the Dolphins' offense and their matchup. I think they're going to be good. They're always good. But I think that the Eagles have the ball more. And that's going to be the deciding factor. Mm. No, hey, no issue with that. It's, it's going to be a great game, that's for sure. Monday night, Niners in Minnesota against the Vikings. I'm, I, mm. I, I know Jake was in the group chat making a case. No CMC, no Debo, um, yeah. but but the Vikings defense ain't the Browns, bro. No, not, it's hard for me to pick against the Niners right now. The, uh, just, the Vikings the are bored, and I know he's going to get so mad at me for saying this. The Vikings without Justin Jefferson are borderline no pick list. I picked them because they played the Bears, but man, they're 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 pretty far down there. Uh, and that's it. Those are our picks. We didn't we forgot to recap Week Six, but um, right now going into Monday night, I'm ten and four. Jake's ten and four. You're eight and six. Um, yeah, I've week. got Cowboys tonight. Everybody else has got Chargers, so I could take the advantage. Um, all time, I could take the advantage on the week, and then for our season, um, I'm up by five right now. Yeah, Start, I've been so. getting a little reckless with the picks, but I'm <laughs> not gonna back down. Got to keep rolling with it. Eventually, they're start hitting. I'm up by five on the season, um, and then obviously one of those losses. There's an extra loss on there until Monday night happens because when I I the thing over on the spreadsheet. I have to do that. But um, final segment, couple minutes. Who's in your final four before we close out the episode? Final four. Who are your AFC and NFC, AFC, NFC, AFC and NFC championship games? This is, yeah, probably going to shock no one. Um, but it's like far and away Niners in Philly for me right now on the NFC. I just, I really am confident, like, no bias. I love to see the Packers, Jets as my Super Bowl picks make it, but it's mostly not going to happen. Um, the Chiefs, Niners, like, rematch is something I've been thinking about. Even when I get concerned with the Chiefs, it's like they always find a way in the playoffs to, it's usually tight contests anyway. If they're only scoring 20, 23 points throughout the regular season, their defense is a lot better than people give credit for. They just are a team that knows how to win. Um, so I would have to say a 49ers Chiefs rematch wouldn't shock me, but I think what might shock people is I think the 49ers will get it done this time. I don't think they fold to the Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs go back to back. This roster is not screaming back to back to me, but I could see them still getting there just with the amount of just uncertainty going on. Definitely in the NFC, but AFC wise as well. Like the North is crazy right now. I don't know who's coming out of there. South, you got the Jags, but what are your I agree. Thoughts? I've got Eagles, Niners, NFC Championship. I don't know who wins. Uh, I really don't. Depends on where it is. A lot of other factors, injuries, whatnot. So rematch in the NFC Championship. Um, the AFC, I, I would. I've got Chiefs and Dolphins written down. Mm-hmm. I really do. Dolphins, I love. Yeah, I've got I Chiefs and Dolphins that. written down. But my preseason Super Bowl was. Uh, you know, Bengals, and they are what two and three, three and three now, or do they have their bye week? I can't remember. They're not. They're, hey man, you're talking to yourself and Bengals fans about this. I'm not endorsing. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not endorsing Final Four right now. But what I'm saying is, they're not. The, the The concept of the pick is still alive in sense of 
they can suck for eight weeks, turn it on, and and win win out like they do almost every year. So that's it's still a lot, like their playoff hopes are are hanging on, but they're still there. Back to back wins, they look better than they did. Uh, but the team that the team that I think actually, uh, I have the Chiefs written down, and I, I really think the Bills might be the playoffs this year. It I might really finally think. be the year where Manning got over Brady. Like eventually, Josh Allen's got to beat Mahomes. Yeah, I, 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 better, but I, I think I could see. I, I really do. The Bills are the Bills are catching their stride, and the, the Chiefs. I'm just not bought in. I'm just, I'm just not. They don't look like the Chiefs. They're winning games, which is like the Chiefs, but they're not yeah. doing it the same way. They, and, and you know what? Maybe I. It's ironic because I think it actually is hypocritical because the way they're winning games is running football and playing good defense, and that's what I say always wins the playoffs. But uh, that's not the Chiefs' identity, and when teams get away from their identity, unless they're all-time greats and all-time great dynasties, which you can make the case, and this would certainly prove that they are. Um, they don't win consistently in playoffs when teams are away from their identity. So I just think the receiving room is really holding back. Um, and yeah, I, I've got Chiefs Dolphins written down, but I'm going to change it and go Bills Dolphins final four. Talk myself into that live on show. Nice, nice. Love to see it. Dolphins, they're just hot. They're a hot team, uh, and and we didn't get to see them healthy last year in the playoffs with two of them. So. I'm, I'm excited to see that in the McDaniel Super Bowl Coach of the Year stock to make millions on that thing. But um, that concludes our episode. Any final any final thoughts? Monday Night Football, Cowboys, Chargers. You've got the Chargers tonight. I'm the only one who had the had the had the gut stick the Cowboys off their big loss. So uh, any yeah. final thoughts before tonight's game or next week? Oh no, I just kind of hope the Cowboys do another. Uh, last week old spongebob want to see me do it again like i, I hope cowboys just do that you know Chargers pick me, me only a game behind you this week and uh yeah man i just that cowboys are are such an anomaly because on yeah. paper in some weeks they look like one of the best teams you've seen in your life and then somehow some way they just they mess it up they just find a way so It'll be entertaining. Entertaining Monday night, that's for sure. Yeah. As always, thanks for listening, guys. Be sure to check us out on TikTok, check us out on Twitter and um, YouTube, and share your friends. Send in ideas, takes, purchases, um, sales we should make. Um, and as always, we'll be back next Monday doing our thing. And uh, thanks again for listening, guys. Take care. Take care.